please remain calm. This is not a test. Millions are infected by a global pandemic that has torn the world apart, killing hundreds of thousands, putting millions out of work, and dismantling every known aspect of normal daily life. Quarantined within their homes and acting against warnings from local government and dearest loved ones, three friends begin podcasting. For your safety, do not attempt this at home, and please remain calm. Please remain calm. Welcome to Please Remain Calm, the Cataclysm Movie Tournament Podcast. As always, this is your death panel. I'm Jesse. I'm Derek. I'm Charles. And you have stepped into a new realm of possibility. This isn't the Twilight Zone. I don't know what I'm talking about. But thank you for joining us for episode zero. Well, I'm glad you introduced it that way. I have been telling everyone that this is the Twilight Zone. Oh, wow. Wait, (laughs) you've been telling everyone? Everybody that this is the Twilight Zone. That's why they're here. Got it, got it. But it was sort of like more like Black Mirror where like, <laughs> like when they get into it, they realize that uh, their penis is a dog or their best friend actually turns out to be their laptop yeah. or <laughs> the president is a cat person. Or they that realize that, uh, from... that 5G causes coronavirus, which is the... Oh, yes. Uh, so so what they think is the Twilight Zone is actually a pretty mediocre podcast with three white men talking about movies. Folks, that's what you're in for if you decide to subscribe <laughs> here. So uh, please remain calm. Uh, it's, a, it's a podcast where we look at some very specific movies uh, and pit them against each other. But why are we doing it now? What, what's the point of watching all these movies? Yeah, that's a good question, Jesse. Uh, I can't think of anything that would lead us to think about the end of the world right now. Uh, Mainly just that we're all stuck inside due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And we're reflecting a lot on what the end of the world means and what it means to have a cataclysm, what it means to have a crisis. And I think these are all movies that uh, exist either before or after a big crisis has happened. And we want to reflect on them to kind of understand more about our our current lives. Right. Wow. That sounds really deep when you put it like that. Yeah. But mainly it's <laughs> going to be us I, making Twilight Zone jokes. That's the... Yeah. I didn't even know what a cataclysm was before COVID-19. And this is more educational for me. <laughs> I'm going to be learning each week. Um, I've only seen a few movies in my life. That's not true, There was Charles. like that one about the mouse. There's that other one about the mouse. You're a movie guy. We're all movie guys. Of course we're movie guys. Yeah. Ugh. I hate yeah, being it's a disgusting. movie guy. As soon as I say that about myself, I'm like, oh, wait, why would someone want to listen to yeah. me talk? If there were delivery trucks still out there, I would immediately go find one to just stand in front of it as it crushed my head. <laughs> Charles, delivery movie trucks guys. are essential workers. You can go out into traffic anytime yeah. what? you want. Oh, yeah. bye-bye episode zero no episode one zero as in the very end of the podcast but i think that's what we're all dealing with is maybe whether it's in response to being thinking about yourself as a movie guy or thinking about getting a disease that you can't see that's wiping out 
the people that are least like in like the people that we are should be protected the most are just getting gunned down by an invisible force. That's the invisible enemy, baby. Yeah, the invisible enemy. We're we're all suffering in our own ways. We're all stuck inside, and some of us happen to be stuck inside with semi-professional recording equipment. And those people <laughs> are podcasters. Hell yeah. Um, we're not all in the same studio. No. No, sir. It might sound like we are, but oh no. We aren't. We're all across these great United States. Derek, where are you? Uh, I currently live in Iowa City, Iowa. I go to graduate school here. And uh, honestly, I have been really enjoying it because the weather has been lovely. There's plenty of space to walk. And we have a relatively low amount of COVID-19 cases compared to a lot of other places for the time being. Oh, when was the last time you saw a fish, Derek? A fish? Yeah, when was the last time you fucking saw a fish? I actually, no joke, saw Shut one up. yesterday. Shut up, where? Because I saw, because... Oh my God, I Charles, this backfired really bad. My, <laughs> I thought I was going to get him on the fish Yeah, thing. you fucked up. No, you <laughs> fucked up. I saw a fish yesterday because uh, I was walking down by the river with my partner. That's just Oh, like and right. a fish walked up to you? No, they were I don't believe this for a minute. I think is a, a reflection on the economic status of our country. There are a lot of people who are currently fishing in the river in our town, like people hmm. who just seem to be like pulling out fish to bring home. Uh, and I watched a guy pull a dangling fish out of the water, flopping around uh, and fighting him on it. It was a pretty good looking fish. Uh, the The river's kind of dirty, but that's the last time I saw it, Charles. So that was a fine. Well, I do like fish. that. A pretty good looking fish in a dirty river. In a dirty. I river. have to say, I I live on the coast, and I don't remember the last time I saw a fish. Yeah, I was gonna actually. Charles, have you seen a fish? I saw a dead fish. You live out uh, around Boston. Yeah, I live on the the Mystic River, the famed Mystic River, mm. where all the dead bodies oh, are. Oh, I love their pizza. What? <laughs> Uh, the Mystic River Pizza? What the fuck Isn't is that? that? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what is this? Is this some Ben Affleck thing? I it's, it's, that told movie. About? it's that movie where Ben Affleck robs a pizzeria, but Sean Penn is there. Mystic River they, Pizza. they like, get into a fight. Yeah. The town of Mystic River Pizza. And then Julia Roberts falls in love with both of them. Ugh. Oh, that sounds nice. God, I wish someone would love fall it. in love with me the way Julia Roberts falls in love with those two guys. A bunch of people. <laughs> in a bunch of movies in a bunch of movies yeah no we won't be uh, i don't think julia roberts is in any of the movies that we selected for uh our tournament that's a fucking shame it is what are we doing? It is a shame. guys we're redrafting well uh we just to say it wasn't mentioned but i live in new york city i live in brooklyn which is where i'm recording right now but the covid crisis has affected me and my family we are going to be uh because i uh have been reduced hours at my job and my wife's uh, employment is uncertain in the future. We're going to be moving back in with our parents very soon. Wait, are your, are your parents moving in with her parents? <laughs> oh, wow. No, no, that would be a cataclysm of <laughs> unexpected proportions. Its own bracket. That's its own bracket of hellfire. That's season two. Do you call that, your, yes. your parents-in-law your parents? Um, no, but I find the term parents-in-law just, like, so, uh, saying it is like, ugh. Yeah. I like it. Like, how much information <laughs> do you need? Parents. That's it. 
Yeah. Okay. So this is for the listeners, not for me. You're not really trying to give them no. a huge explanation for who you're staying with. No, not really. Well, I think Jesse, Jesse, it's good to note also that more than likely you yourself and your wife have already had COVID-19. Uh, it's very true. Wait, was that three people or two people? It's me, myself, and my wife. All had <laughs> Is that COVID. a new take on the yeah. me, myself, and I? Me, <laughs> myself, yourself. and it's my your wife. wife. Yeah, your huh. wife. Your wife named Irene. That's uh, uh, right. Oh, right. right. That, From that, that was the third so, yes. movie I saw in my life. The mouse movie, <laughs> the other mouse movie, and me, myself, and Irene. Sounds about right. Um, yes, we did have COVID. We d- uh, of course, we haven't been tested because uh, unless you have extreme uh, trouble breathing in New York City, you uh, were discouraged from getting testing. They wanted you to stay in your home. So we just kind of waited it out. Um, but... We haven't been tested yet. That's something that is kind of weighing on our minds as we're moving forward. But um, we're hoping to get tested at some point soon for antibodies. I think I think Massachusetts is sort of leading the way in that. So it's a good place to move to. Definitely. Oh, shit. Wait, I can say that you're moving to Massachusetts, right? Yeah, you already yes. said that. Yes. Okay. Charles, we're going to be very close to each other. We are going to be very close. We're going to be a couple uh, towns over. Yeah. But we might as well be in Iowa, you know? Yeah. Amen. Don't say that. Amen. We'll hang out. We'll, we'll hang out. Feel the dreams, baby. Derek will be like, wait, looking at the Facebook, like, wait, you guys seem to be in the same room. Like, no, no, no. We're not We're not allowed to hang out, Derek. Don't worry about it. We're separate. And then like... Well, that... And for the podcast, we'll always be in different rooms. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, even years from now. That's, <laughs> even years. Once the social distancing is ended... But that's that's something that I think about a lot with this podcast is another uh, thing that has sort of made me really curious about this experience is that we are all kind of stuck away from each other and we have we have sort of reduced communication to purely digital anyway. So the three of us recording thousands of miles apart, uh, this would be the same if we all lived on the same block or if we lived in the same town. Absolutely. I would wager it'd be different. Really? Because... If you lived, like, I haven't talked to Jesse, or I've seen Jesse, like, a couple years ago, you a couple years ago. At my wedding. The last time we all saw each other was at my wedding yeah. in 2017. And then I saw you once after that in Brooklyn. You No, that's, that visit, that visit was before my wedding. What? Wow, fuck. Yeah, Charles, I actually did visit you in, uh, in your apartment in Boston, after Jesse's That's wedding, right. I came and me and Eileen came and visited you. That was so nice of you. Yeah. And Derek, I went to visit you in Iowa. Yeah. Beautiful Iowa. Everything keeps backfiring on me. <laughs> First the fish thing, and now I look like an asshole because I haven't visited anybody. Well, I'm sure this will be the last time in recording this podcast that you look like an asshole, Charles. So we can yeah. move forward with confidence. <laughs> Thank you. And what are what are we going to be talking about on this podcast? Let's talk about some of these uh, pieces of media that we're ingesting. Well, I think we should start in a little place called sports. What's sports? Mi- sports is out of our lives. I was just talking to someone the other day. I didn't remember who it was. It's probably my steady Amy because that's the only person I really talk to in person anymore. Fair, fair. Yeah, but we were like, "What's we have cable? I've never had cable before, but because we moved, we got cable and internet was cheaper than internet, of course. Mm-hmm. So we got cable. Like, what's on sport? Have you guys watched sports channels right now? What's on sports channels? Uh, Are they showing reruns? Yeah, Derek, I don't know what you're watching. I have been 
mostly going onto YouTube for sports to watch old games, but I don't know how the channels are filling their content holes. I will say I know for a fact that the one sport that seems to be still occurring is wrestling. Weird. Uh, I don't know if it's... Right, because it's an essential... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Vince McMahon uh, was a big Trump donor, they got deemed essential workers, and uh, they are still broadcasting these haunting haunting events this sounds good giant empty stadiums uh one of my favorite brand of of twitter memes has been people putting clips from wrestling uh with like twin peaks backing music Mm. just Mm -hmm. this very like lynchian existential horror of people in this empty arena yelling at each other really grandiosely um vince mcmahon was added to the uh the panel on reopening america Oh, oh yeah. by President Trump. Oh, yeah. So we're in good hands. We're in great, big, strong hands. Mm. Well, I guess Trump notoriously has the tiny hands. Yeah. That is, that is accurate, yeah. I never liked that line of attack because I also have pretty small hands. Yeah, me too. Same. Yeah, what the wow. fuck? This is, a, this is an all small hands podcast. <laughs> you hear that, guys? This is not a political podcast, though. Okay. I mentioned sports because... We don't have sports in our life right now. What if we combined yes. the nervous, dreadful mindset of a COVID-19 worldview and a 32-entry movie bracket challenge? Bum, bum, bum. That's the winner. Yeah, that's it. It's also fun because by the end of this, we will have come to some sort of conclusion as to what the ultimate cataclysm movie is so that's what we got that's an interesting question what are we judging some of these movies against each other what is our first kind of criteria that we're going by when we're comparing two films i'm glad you asked eric i'm very glad you asked because it's gonna be different (laughs) every round i'm not i hated that question it felt like you wrote it on your palm so you wouldn't forget it well (laughs) that's a great point that's a great that's a great point charles that's a great point (laughs) We're, we've decided to only agree with each other. It's we're, we're not sure it's working yet, but we're gonna get these fine tunes. We'll workshop it. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, so this were you talking about round. the pre and the post, Eric? Were you talking about pre and post? Well, let's talk about the. F- oh, oh, you're right. Let's talk about the pre and the post. I think you Eric, misunderstood the question. The the post. So we're gonna bracket sixteen <laughs> versus sixteen. There's sixteen movies in one side. Sixteen. You might have seen this. It happens in basketball every year. It happens. What else does it happen in? Is this a good question? Tell me it's a good question. Charles, that's a great question. Thank you. Um, it does happen in basketball every year. It happens in tennis every year. Get the f- shut the fuck up. No, it um, doesn't. Oh, yeah. It happens tennis? in... Wow. I mean, every sport has a bracket. Hell, yeah. Any bracket... sport worth its weight in gold. Yeah, a bracket is just a, a extended tournament setup. So any major sport is going to have some kind of bracket where you advanced into a smaller and smaller group each time. Are you guys, listeners, write this shit down. There's a lot to follow. We are giving you wisdom. Fucking write this, write that down. Sports brackets. Sports have brackets. Charles, do you know a lot about sports? No, but I love sports. I just wanted to check. No, I really do. I'm not one of those people that makes fun of sports. You love it, and you're here to learn. I... I can attest because the last time I visited Charles in 2018 was during the World Cup 
and we watched a very fun soccer game together mm. uh, and had some beer. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Mm. Uh, but no, I think sports are amazing. Like it's, there's nothing, we watch them, we watch movies and they're all, they're pre-scripted, they're recorded, they're edited, they're CGI. There's nothing natural about a movie. But you watch sports, people hurling themselves at objects that they don't know where it's coming from or where it's going. Well, they hit a ball some, and it some sails. have said that sports aren't quite as organic as <gasps> we would like to believe. What What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking uh, about? I'm just, I'm just saying. Jesse, you can't say something like that and not elaborate. What the fuck some, are you talking about? I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm You're just saying, saying that when the Frisbee man throws the Frisbee and the Frisbee other person tries to catch the Frisbee, that's not the most beautiful synergy of physics and, and mindful emotional thought? I just said the determination of winners and losers, the physical oh. act of things happening. Well, that that's another story, but determining ha- who advances to the next round. Are we going to have those problems on our show? Well, I, we're going to find out because each episode, the three of us will determine, based on a criteria that is uh, discussed ahead of time, which movie moves forward. Into the next round of the bracket. What kind of criteria will we be using to advance a film? Is that a good question now, Charles? Is now? No, I, I still don't think we've got that's a great question. <laughs> so we chose 32 movies. We, we drafted 16 movies from each category of movie. These are all movies that are about disease. They're about zombies. They're about the end of the world in some way or another. They're all about external forces either threatening to invade us, infect us, destroy us, explode us. We chose 60 movies that exist in a state that is before or during the event, watching how people take on the event as it's happening. And we chose 16 other movies that are taking place after an event where it's a post-apocalypse, some sort of dystopia that have happened after a plague, after an alien invasion, Mm -hmm. what have you. So we have a nice lineup of all sorts of different movies from low budget to big budget from all over the world. And they're all coming head to head. That's right. Sports bracket. It it should be said also that these don't necessarily reflect the best movies or even our favorite movies. We just looked at uh, the whole genre of disaster, cataclysm, everything that you just mentioned, Charles, um, and just wanted to kind of pick out some that we felt were indicative of the times or there was something there that we wanted to talk about specifically. Yeah. Right. I, I think that the big focus for the podcast and, and the ideas that got us talking about doing this project together was using films as this kind of filter through which we look at our present day. And so a lot of people, they came out immediately and were talking about the films Contagion and Outbreak, yes. which are two films that feel very uh, similar to our time and also very appropriate and kind of using that to think about and talk about what's happening. Uh, and we included those two films automatically because they seem so uh, prescient, so of the moment. Yes. But I think it's good to to think about how other films have ideas and themes that help us learn more about our present moment and our potential future from zombie movies to meteorite films to post-apocalyptic wastelands. They all have something that will inform the current moment, I think, uh, in a really valuable way. Absolutely. Derek, what, what are some of your favorite movies? What, what movies from this list are you most excited to dig into? Uh, I'm actually very excited. This is kind of some recency bias, but I'm very excited to talk about the film Stalker 
which is going to be on our first episode, our next episode coming up. Uh, but I'm also extremely excited to talk about uh, some of the various zombie films <clears throat> that we're looking at. I love zombie films. We have you, a couple. You call on. yourself a bit of a, a zombie head. Uh, I would say before uh, zombies became exclusively The Walking Dead, I was a very big zombie head. I would say for zombie sure. Oh, but then it got here. too popular. Yeah, but we have some pretty popular zombie films, including the 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead. Yes, indeed. Uh, as well as some some. I don't know, less mainstream popular ones like the George Romero Day of the Dead. Uh, we have both. Wait, did the battery get in there? Yeah, the battery got in there. Oh, it did. Okay. Whew. Thank and just God. so you all know, we did record the nearly two-hour first episode where we recorded the draft that happened. But we were not yet good at podcasting with each other. Well, no, we were good. It's just a really <laughs> strange energy. Like It's like coming into something, like if you went to, say, your favorite bar in Brooklyn... What's your favorite bar in Brooklyn that you can't go to right now? Uh, I would have to say the Adirondack. It's an upstate New York themed bar that's in my neighborhood. Ooh, that sounds uh, fun. They've got like moose antlers on Classic. the wall. Derek, you've been there. Uh, when was I there? You, you jog my memory a little 2015. bit. 2015. Wow. Oh, okay. I think I remember that. It was the one that was right outside the Fort Hamilton. Okay. We, we don't need to get into this it. Is, no. You've been there. This is good stuff. <laughs> Where is this Adirondack? Because... You know what? Actually, they're still open. That's fucking crazy. What? They're handing, oh, they're doing like... Well, in Brooklyn, they hand out little cocktails to you uh, out the window of the bar. Hell yeah. And then you can uh, drink on the street, which is a lot of fun. Wait, are you kidding? Sir, I am not. You can drink outside. How do they make sure that you're six feet of... Like, there's just like a <sighs> area that only a certain I, number of people I, can go into? This is crazy. I, I think it's just like a... You do what you do, and then if someone's like, hey, don't do that, then you're like, okay. We should record there. Yeah. Derek, are you able to get to Brooklyn once uh, a week? Once a week, Derek, maybe. how yeah. long would it take for you to get to Brooklyn? Uh, if I was to drive, it would take me 17 hours, roughly. So mm. if I leave now, then yeah, we could do it. I can't wait for us to podcast together. So, that's, so next episode, we'll record there. Anyway, I brought up this Adirondack. I didn't even ask Derek because you don't have bars in Iowa, right? Uh, no, we just have silos. <laughs> it's a dry we... state. Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, if we had released that episode that we recorded where we recorded our draft, which was pretty exciting stuff, it would be like if you, Jesse, had gone to the Adirondack expecting your favorite cocktail and instead you were punched viciously in the face upon entry to the building. Thank you for putting it in terms that I could understand and relate to me directly. Yeah, it's a very bad way to start a podcast. So we we're starting this way. It was Absolutely. a very short, sort of meandering, but hopefully insightful way to let you know what's going to happen on the next episodes. That's right. I will also say, uh, you know, there is something to be gained from playing this game along with us. We want you to watch these movies during your quarantine time and come on this podcast for a little extra, a little extra something. Imagine that we are your friends and uh, we're all sitting around together talking about these fun movies uh, as we go through this quarantine together. That sounds nice. Yeah. So we'll have the bracket up. You can click on a link somewhere. We're not sure where yet, but it'll be up there. Um, I'm sort of most excited about the post-apocalypse. I've always found like the post to be, I don't know, they're both interesting, but they're, like there's a lot of cool, we got a lot of good like Mad Max stuff going on. We got some great um, end of the world stuff afterwards, but I think we got some really kind of like Pulse made the list, the pretty mm -hmm. slow Japanese movie, yes. Pulse, Shivers, a little early Cronenberg. So yeah, it's it's a- Yes. What do you, 
What? That was me uh, just being very excited about these movies. Very excited. Because, gosh, you wouldn't necessarily think about some of these movies when you think about the end of the world. No, it's true. You just think about, like, Outbreak and Contagion. These were, like, the number one fucking movies on streaming services for, like, the first weeks of March. Yeah. We actually... And, gosh darn it, folks, expand your mind. Derek Watch some other movies. This to me he pitched this idea to me he's like well we could get 32 movies together and figure out which is the best one and i was like there's only it's only two right <laughs> how are there's we gonna do this we're just gonna watch like, yeah I, I mean i don't understand how we're gonna have so many rounds if it's just two movies against each other all the time yeah but you explained to me you sat me down you said charles there's the two mice movies and you me irene but there's also a whole world of movies out there. And almost, gosh darn it, most of them have to do with the end of the world. So we had hundreds, over 100 to pick through. Yeah. And we, uh, yeah, actually a lot of the choices we made were movies we'd never seen before. Um, so yeah, we're, we're not really, we have no real skin in the game. Right. Except for one. And uh, I'm not going to tell you which one it is. It'll just win. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, mysterious. Yeah, I think uh, another thing to keep in mind is that we didn't want to just overwhelm uh, the bracket with a lot of the same genre or series or something like that. So we tried to differentiate and we made up a rule when we were drafting that if one film from a series was picked, then only uh, another film could be picked if it was sort of of a different focus point. So for example, we have both 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. And the reason we took both of those was because uh, they sort of exist both before and after a primary cataclysm or crisis. That's right. And so we see those two very different films and different ideas. Whereas Charles picked the remake of Dawn of the Dead. So we said, we're not going to pick the original Dawn of the Dead because that's just repetitive. Only one Mad Max movie. Only one. Only one Matrix movie. Only one. Only one Mouse movie. (laughs) Only one Tank Girl movie. I know. We had so many to choose from, too. Well, that's exciting. They're actually going to remake that, I was told. Oh, man. That's great, because when I was watching that movie, I just thought to myself, man, if they made this again, it'd be great. Well, we'll be sure to talk about it on our next episode, because that's Stalker from 1979 versus uh, Tank Girl. What an incredible first uh, matchup to get into. Yeah. I'm very excited. These two films have... An astounding amount, I think, that uh, is not in common, but kind of runs in parallel. And I'm, I'm very excited for us to talk about them. Yeah. They both have a lot to do with water. They do. Yeah, very yeah. differently. Wow. Great. Po- oh, my God. I hadn't even yeah. put those together, Jesse. Well, that's well, the sort of magic. Well, just wait for the next episode, yeah, Charles. buckle up, baby. Uh, that actually really... That, uh, I just blew Charles's mind. Yeah, that's Hell it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Oh, it's fun. Well, we'll try to keep this podcast a little bit light. I think we all, uh, as we said at the very beginning, we're movie guys, but we're not. Gonna, this isn't going to be homework time. This isn't going to be like let's get into the nitty gritty, most intellectual. I, you know, we're all here to have a good time, support each other in watching these great movies in the quarantine. Yeah, in fact, we're not going to be doing that at all, really. We're 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 actually not even judging these movies on whether we like them, really. We're we're the first round for the whole first sixteen episodes. We'll be judging movies based on whether we think which one gave us a better version of living in a world that is directly relating to a disaster. That's right. Amen. Wow, are you guys ready? Yeah.
Yeah, I mean, you did mention that movie guy thing, so I'm probably just going to go outside and find that delivery truck. <laughs> yeah. But you guys can keep yeah. going on without me and have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I, I prefer the term film buff, but that's that's just me, Ugh. you know? Or filmer. I prefer the term Bernie bro, Yeah, yeah. personally. Yeah, we're three Bernie bros. Again, not a, not a political podcast. This is not a political but podcast. But isn't everything political? Jesse, we'll uh, save right, that. All right. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, looking forward to meeting you in the zone next time on Please Remain Calm. <laughs> <laughs>